0: <laughs> I don't know what happened But i having a lovely time What
1: the hell just happened I <laughs> We're all sitting here Having a nice little chat we're just turning a Whackaday What's <laughs>
0: happening? <laughs> you didn't even have a job
1: mate That was all you <laughs> know Some of
2: yeah. the best humour though You know what? be a crime Whilst having a wank <laughs> How is that a thing though yeah. I, it blows my mind and i don't want to go down that route just yet because that's still to come there's but loads but... of different titles, danger wanks there's... danger wanks i can understand that i've got a mate who's quite an expert at that but we can probably talk about that later <laughs> <laughs> i'm having one right now <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, where's john's other hand
0: <laughs> so my hand you want to worry about
4: the other day though oh my god so I said to whoever I'd been for a run he'd been to the gym I was like I really can't bother to cook let's just get something easy to whack in the oven so we've got these like fishless goojani things mm. with uh, oven chips right yeah, so yeah. I whack, whacked it all in the oven he can't wait he opens the oven takes two chips off of the tray no. puts it in the microwave and are, he's are you fucking joking?
5: no <laughs> That's
4: like,
0: oh my <laughs> god
1: oh my god you're a kid I
0: chaos we lived with him in Edinburgh for a month And oh, when okay. I say when I say we live with him in Edinburgh so we were going home, so Edinburgh Fringe Festival was amazing if you haven't been you should absolutely go but on the day we were coming home we were driving his van back he lent us his van to drive there he flew because he's bougie <laughs> <laughs> so we packed his van full of kicks obviously the Edinburgh Fringe you don't know what you're going to get you don't know what venues you're going to be in you don't know how it's all going to look so we took all of our own kit because we like to be prepared and have everything you could possibly need we get there we have an amazing month living in student accommodation absolutely wild and on the night uh, before we're coming home, we, we wake up at what was it like, four in the morning?
1: Yeah, to start loading the just van. start yeah.
0: loading the van and get ready to come home again. So we're loading the van, and just before we leave, James Beatty walks through the door, Haven't been out, partying. Coming
1: partying <gasps> oh. from the <a> whole night. on Wednesday.
5: Not
0: school night. <laughs> Bursts in through the door and says, You're not going to believe what's happened tonight.
2: The ultimate podcast experience
5: well, now going to I know you're gonna
2: dig this Tune in And listen to The Lee Hagger And guess Chew fat
1: two, check. That's better, isn't it? One two One two I need to boom over everybody Oh absolutely So you're like <laughs> Full Ah, uh, Martin and who
2: <laughs> We don't need them <laughs> We do not need them Two, two, Look two. this. This is how to get Ross and John side, isn't it? Look at that.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. That's
2: what you have to do. You have to bring in the sweets. A slightly less delicious galaxy.
1: <laughs>
4: Sorry got a little bit crushed in the bag that's on the That's all right. Way. That's all right. I'm going to
2: chew all of
1: it. You're
2: going to chew, yeah. all, of chew
1: yeah. all of it? Chew all going <laughs> to do it, them mate.
4: individually,
2: then. You and me are connected. Uh, I've got a bean hat on, that's
4: why. It's not... The hat isn't practical, yeah. is it, really? It's not. It's not Maybe when you're you trying should.
2: to do a sound check. It's probably because okay. okay. everything's okay. right... But he has little sensitive baby ears quite loud, You've got
3: a hound, That's why you need it up higher
2: I, mean, I can't be doing this Can I? <laughs> <laughs> you know, this, is, this is just not going to work oh, right, I'll, go no. with, I'll go with Lauren It's
1: fine <laughs> <laughs> You want to go Pyramid Stick cell martial arts <laughs> training yeah, I know right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Or you've won a, oh, you won a competition Oh here we go It's
0: just a little video Just oh, so I thought a picture No it's never a picture It's, it's never a picture a, it's, it's,
2: You're right It should always it be should a video Always a video And then you can just pick the bit you need it oh, There has you go me. Uh, right, well, man, Christ, we're here, we're here, we're here. So we've done the sound check, we've done the camera check. We are here, we're recording. Have you done a camera check?
0: Because if you want, I can put my jacket on because everyone else is wearing dark colours and I'm wearing light colours. On that not I'm ruin the picture.
2: No, no, stand uh, out. Stand out from right. the crowd. I'm taking my top off then. <laughs> <laughs> Still
1: you your headphones off, mate. Get them
2: ears this guy. <laughs> 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 Okay, well, uh, I mean, this is probably the best time to go. Yo, 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 guys. Welcome back to another episode of TuneFest. The-, the number one podcast
6: in the world.
0: I don't know what happened but I'm having a lovely time. <laughs>
1: what the hell just happened? <laughs> we're all sitting
2: here having a nice little chat. I'm just turning a wackadoe. What is happening? <laughs> We, we, we did figure that might throw you guys out. <laughs> <laughs> we wow. were in the car, we were discussing. Do we tell them about the intro and let them join in or do we just like blow their minds? This <laughs> was perfect.
3: I felt like I was on a water slide. Oh, was, John, John and I locked eyes and he had, he had no choice but
0: to carry it, <laughs> <throw> it in. <laughs> That's, That's all, all I, I need. need. Yeah, I'll, do it, I'll do it, sorry, I'll do it. <laughs> That's all I need. Just a bit of eye
2: contact and I'm in. It'll be a picture at the end as well. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, right, well, we're here. We've, uh, we've made it. This is uh, season eight. We made it to season eight, episode one. And before we kickstart, Things off for the listeners out there. We've got two amazing guests. Now, you might know these guests. They do a podcast, Organic Capers. You may know these guys. <laughs> they brighten up your morning every weekend on Radio Essex. You may have seen these titans of comedy on tour around the country making you laugh with a comedic genius. Ladies, gentlemen, kids, and OAPs, we're here with Ross and John and Ross and John.
5: <laughs> <Come on. laughs>
3: Oh, boy, boy. three times you heard that in the car they're not
4: that on every <laughs> morning just just, <laughs> just the weekend oh, yeah. don't chat <laughs>
1: that are <laughs> supposed to be bigging us up mate <laughs> <laughs> You are not on the big voice shift <laughs> I thought i was
4: to tune in and be like where are they <laughs> yeah, mate,
1: you ain't got a budget for Martin and so let's <laughs> know
2: um,
4: so yeah uh, just
2: a quick one because like, this has been a thing that Parsons mentioned in the car on the way up here mm. who is Ross and John and when I say that I mean your names Okay. Why not they are? I'm Ross. <laughs> and I'm John. But I think Ross McGrain and John Oakes is what you're looking for, right? Yeah. Probably yeah. what I should have gone with, should I? Yeah, 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 so. yeah.
4: And it has to be that way round, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't have to be, but that's the way it is and that's the way it will stay. Why is so. it that way round? Uh, well, to be fair, the, way, the reason it's that way round is because I, when we first started doing radio, I, 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 my background was, I had a bit of radio in my background, so I was doing that for like maybe 2007, I think I started doing like little bits of online stuff. And then uh, I did that for a few years, and then when Funky Essex, the community station around here, like a little 10 mile radius thing, launched, uh, they asked me to come on and do Drive Time originally, you know, but it's all unpaid, and I had a job, and I was doing comedy, and I was like, I couldn't do that, but I could probably do breakfast, uh, and I didn't want to do that on my own, and me and John had done our first gig together, and I knew he would be great at it, and I was like, look, do you want to come and, you know, we're not going to get paid, ever. <laughs> and, and, and we have got to be there at like quarter to seven every morning and then do a full day's work and then go and gig, but it'd be Ooh. a laugh. <laughs> um, so that was it, really. I don't... It I just sort of became Ross and John because I was running the desk and, and putting the mic up You're and talking first and stuff and kind of like, you know, running that aspect of it. But I think something that we do quite well is that we. I do think it's, it's, it's a 50-50 thing, is it? It's not like most commercial stations where you know you've got like a lead co- a lead host and then a co-presenter we always made an effort to make it like the, p- the, the pair of us and Ross and John is like the brand yeah, yeah it's a team yeah. yeah, like
4: Anton and Dec yeah. yeah.
1: he does undersell
0: himself though because Ross is actually very good on the radio like, he can do all of the sound tech and everything like very very well oh, but he
4: just leaves you to it. well <laughs> no he does all,
0: when we're in the studio he
2: does all the actual work
5: ok um,
2: but although we like him. to pretend otherwise oh, ah yeah, so yeah. you are my Parsons yes that's absolutely. what you are yeah you're the guy that will smash things up maybe well um, Oh, or that's, oh, no, 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 that's no, 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 no. I'm the true. one that
5: will break stuff. You're the one
0: in the know. But, yeah. but when he does, as Parsons did, uh, I am the one who will fix things. Right. So, You're like, right. yeah, when things go wrong, I've always got a fix for it. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. For true the listeners, that. I smashed the ring light.
1: Yeah. We've been we here. <laughs> what? ten minutes? Ten, ten minutes obviously. and he's trashing equipment already. Mm. Nightmare, at least. one pound is worth of damage, that so. <laughs> Yeah. <what? laughs> that
2: one night he still has to be earned. <laughs> <laughs> um, I heard a rumor. The reason, and I could be completely wrong here, but the whole Ross and John's that you didn't want to do it, John and Ross. Are you going to say Jonathan Ross? Yeah, I heard that. Is that is that it true? It just doesn't roll yeah. off the tongue quite so well, does yeah. it? John
0: no, and Ross it is is yeah. not.
1: Hmm. It won't anything to do with that at all. No, yeah, it just it, it just genuinely. <laughs> he just likes his name first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just you know you put the money first, don't you? <laughs> that's exactly, that's exactly what you have to do. Every, everyone's called John for fuck's sake. <laughs> 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 A bit of originality. Yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> 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 Sorry, can you swear on this? I should have. Said oh, that. No, oh, no, absolutely. Oh, yeah. This like, show is from. No.
4: Yeah. he's got no filter there also. is
2: oh, there's no good. filter it's completely uncensored you can say whatever the fuck you
5: like no, it's,
0: it's all good. good It's all good. Um, I like had the temptation there to, to say something really horrendous yeah. but <laughs> just know oh, that I didn't
1: please say it no, please go with your instincts tell us again what your favourite band was growing
2: up <laughs> <laughs> what's your favourite for a listener I can't repeat that conversation <laughs> that might be the one thing I will have to censor <laughs> there you go amazing <laughs> Um right so yeah so I want to get into your your background first before we get into the actual bollocks of it all because mm-hmm. we are going to talk a load of shit that's nice. that's inevitable it's coming Perfect. but i thought you know just a listener and like with the special guest we'd like to treat you like royalty for at least 27 minutes <laughs> <laughs> we like to do that we'd like to give it a go um uh, so one of the things that i've always thought about a comedian now i used to think i was funny as a kid mm. used to try <laughs> make my mates laugh they probably just laughed because they felt sorry for me but i thought i was funny i was mm. a funny fucker and then as i got older i realized i've no, it's not me. I, I'm not funny. I'm, I'm a moron, but I'm not funny. <laughs>
0: yeah, silly and funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And
2: it's yeah, it's cute. It's adorable from afar. But as a comedian, how? When did you, guys work out that you know maybe I've actually got the knack to, to do this as a stand-up? Mm. How do you, how do you work that out? When did you realise that? Well, we actually did our first gig together, didn't we?
1: Yeah, well, both of your first gigs. Mm. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, we both like John. We, I, I, my dad was in the indus, like the comedy industry, as a promoter. It, like this is way back before stand-up comedy was the rock and roll that it is now. You know, it was like there was only one TV program. It was late at night, and um, yeah. So he was. I I got bought up around like alternative stand-up comedy. Um, what I watched the Lee Evans Lee, Lee first video live at Her Majesty's when I was like seven or eight, and was just like obsessed. You know, the physicality of him and that, like, just the idea of this guy his own just being hilarious all these people laughing at him um, so I, I always like I, I, I wanted to be a stand-up comedian the minute I saw him which is obviously quite rare gen- generally speaking but I think where we both John comes from more of an improv and acting background I'd say um, but I think where we cross over is is that like you say like you, you, you consider yourself a funny bloke around your mates and stuff like that which most of us are and I think that that probably got us through school life You know, not
5: being hard. I'm in the same
0: boat, same boat. (laughs) Yeah, for the benefit of the tape, I'm five foot eight. Which is is bang on average for a male in the UK. (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah, so I think, like, I I kind of... I suppose my story's a little bit different to most because I was brought up around stand-up comedy, so I was always a class clown, but I just had this kind of, like, whenever I'd tell a story about something that had happened, it would kind of come out in, like the rhythm of what a comedy routine yeah. is and a lot of comedy is just about the rhythm of a joke you know yeah like you can tell where the laugh's supposed to be because of the, where the pause is and things like that um, so yeah that, that's my, that's my from my perspective but you you, you were doing like acting bits and then found improv quite young didn't you yeah
0: so uh, I'm, I, I do quite a lot of improv even today um, but yeah, I'd never really thought about doing solo stuff because improv, obviously, you're part of a team and, you know, a lot of the improv i done was, like, who's line is it anyway style? Yeah. Um, and I really enjoyed getting laughs and I was always you know, a similar sort of thing, like, quite funny and used that to get myself out of trouble. And uh, and then we sort of found each other and Ross said, one day, in this very pub, we're in the Alex in South was, then, yeah. you said to me, oh, I'd quite like to give stand-up a go.
1: It was the other way round.
0: That's not true. No, I <laughs> swear on
1: my, on, on, my, on my kid, it was the other way round. Sure. Oh. Wow, I mean, that's, bold, oh, that's wow. bold, that's bold. Do you know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> Uh, no no not my real kid. I mean <laughs> I got this goat in the garden.
0: <laughs> and then yeah, from there it was like, oh well, let's well let's just do it then. Let's, let's, yeah. let's do it. Let's have a go. Uh, and we t- didn't tell anyone else about it and we just got together and, mm. and wrote and then that was it. That's the beginning of a beautiful friendship.
1: Yeah, it was. Genuinely. I mean, we we hit it off straight away. Like we, I had never, would do, never done a gig before, but I'd always wanted to do a gig. Like I always wanted to do stand up, obviously. But I think being around it, so, like, I set up my first comedy club when I was like 15. So I was constantly around like the very best alternative comics like in the industry. And that was actually a blessing and a curse in a lot of ways because it meant any time I tried to write something or do something, I just found myself like emulating Mm. these people, and there was no real originality. And particularly from a bloke's point of view, like the first thing our brains go to is just like horrendous. You know, the first bit of material I ever wrote when I was like. 16, 17 was just all about having a shit and a wank because that's all <laughs> I've done you know what I
0: mean you didn't even have a job
1: mate that was all you knew. <laughs> yeah, Some of yeah. the best humour though you know what crying job. whilst having a wank <laughs> um, um, didn't,
2: didn't one of the guys on our show a cry wank a cry wank yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's the <laughs> <a> thing <laughs> how is that a thing though yeah. <laughs> I, it blows my mind and mm. I don't want to go down that route just yet because that's still to come there's but loads but of different titles danger wanks there's mm. danger wanks I can understand <laughs> that I've got a mate who's quite an expert at that but we can play i talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one <everyone> right now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, where's John's other hand?
0: <laughs> Some my hand you want to worry about?
1: So I did a... There's a, 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 a guy called Lee Terrell who um, John now runs Laughter Academy with. And when that was first set up, it was Lee that set that up um, back in... Christ must be 2009, 2010, something like mm, that. And um, we did. Uh, I think it was the second. I'd never done any improv before, and you know that's harrowing because it's like there's no script. You're going out there with nothing with people, and it was like that. It's it's a great experience, and it's actually once you you understand it, if you've got a bit about you and and, and confidence, and you just trust your feet and just yeah. say the thing that comes out nine times out of ten, you'll be safe. But um, we did like our first showcase, and then we did a, like a sort of corporate-y style thing in South End, and that was where I met you. Uh, Lee brought John in as an experienced player, to kind of carry us, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed. <laughs> and, um, and, yeah, I, I met him. Well, we had a quick handshake before the show, and then the first time like we, we had any real time together was on stage in a scene, and, and oh. he had me in absolute pieces. And it, this is annoying, because it's, the, the, uh, improv's one of them things where it's a magic created just for that moment. So whenever you try and re-explain, like, p- after the fact, yeah. it never sounds yeah, funny yeah. enough. But we were doing a scene called freeze tag where like it's, it's a physical scene. You're acting out like a dispute between neighbours or whatever. And then every, uh, the players can shout freeze at any point. You have to hold the position you're in. A player can come in Tap that person out Assume that position And then take the scene In a different direction I've right? seen
3: that on um, uh, The office American office yeah, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, exactly. he that. thinks he's A comedy genius yeah. oh, Improv genius <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious He's yeah. always got a gun in it, <laughs> it?
1: yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> So that, that's a great joke Because in improv Like having a gun oh. Is like the end of a scene So you just don't do Things like <laughs> that yeah. it's like, There's layers to that joke that done, yeah. Uh. Uh, But yeah it was uh, I can't remember how But we end Like I, I was in a position Where I'm on the floor Sort of in full Like Crouch Like bow position Hit with someone else Doing the same And then John's tagged them out And like looked at me And gone Isn't it shit being a seed Right (laughs) And it was so far (laughs) Out of left field That I just (laughs) lost it I absolutely (laughs) lost it I was like Me and you are going to get on All right but yeah, the way I remember it was, we had, I I used to be a DJ as well. Like I used to do clubs and parties and things and I was working at a roller rink for a while and I'll give you the short version, but I was there for a couple of years and, and then they just decided one week that they weren't going to have a DJ anymore and just play it all off the system. So being self-employed, that was like all my work gone immediately. Yeah. Um, went to a pretty shitty place and was like, oh, well, you know, what am I going to do now? And uh, I, my missus showed me the, the secret, you know, the law of attraction thing. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, like, I'm the most cynical Piece of shit in the whole world, right? No. And she's she's <laughs> showing me this thing. And what it is, if you don't know it, is the law of attraction, right? The secret is the commercial American way of telling you what that is. But it's effectively, you know, you, you, you attract what you put out there, right? And I'm bearing in mind, I'm full blown atheist, science, you know, real shit, you know, yeah, I absolutely, all that stuff. Absolutely. Um, but I thought, you know, I watched it sort of like, well, bollocks, right? But I'm sitting there depressed, and I'm just like, look, the worst it can do just by trying like, a couple of these things is to, it, it will make me f- feel more positive positive, more and more happy as a result. So, I just all I wanted to do was be a comedian. So, I made a point of creating this vision board with all stuff about, like, just specifically comedy, like the live at the Apollo logo, the Fosters Comedy Award, and all, all these things, and made like a little mantra that I was doing in the mornings when I got up. And two weeks into that, we come down here to drink, talking to John, and I'm almost certain you said to me, I really want to give stand up comedy a go. And I was like, that's a sign. It's <laughs> that's meant to be. It's <laughs> a lot yeah. of attraction. So I'm, we're pissed, right? I've picked up the phone and I, I've no. run. <laughs> Cheers.
4: You rang your wife. I <laughs> rang,
1: <laughs> no, I rang, I rang a guy called Math Brown, right? Who is a top promoter, top comedian. He's been on live at Apollo Mock the Week, stuff like that, right? Yeah, but what you don't realise is like he he's, Math Brown is like an old school legend. Yeah,
0: absolute legend. Yeah. yeah.
1: And he, but he runs like one of the most prestigious like new material nights in, in London like it's, like you just can't get on it like yeah. you, it is I did it I am it last week and Josh Widdicombe and Nick Helmer were on it uh, Matt did his first gig uh, or one of his first gigs there with McIntyre Mac, and Frank Skinner it's like it's where oh the top wow, level goes cool. it's, wow. yeah. it's unbelievable yeah. so, you can, you, so awesome you yeah, can't yeah. get your first gig there because you don't book shit right mm. so I've rung him up pissed on a Wednesday <laughs> night <laughs> Math hello mate me and my mate want to give comedy a go can you book us a gig in three months he's like yeah no problem smash I'll put you in like 18th of March 2013 woke up the next day of a hangover and severe anxiety <laughs> yeah. but yeah having that deadline made us do it it was like we worked to that deadline yeah. and, and
0: it's the way we've worked ever since isn't it like yeah. pressure creates diamonds and that is oh, the only way that yeah, is the absolutely. only way we work yeah, totally yeah. agree Totally B- agree. book
1: it in and say yes and worry about it later yeah.
0: and then you and then you booked <laughs> it and then from that moment it was like oh, okay let's get together and it was the first time we'd ever spent any time like together yeah. you know away from anyone else and yeah. we got together and wrote some stuff and it was fun and we had a load of like we, lo- we laughed at each other and it was okay, I was going to well, say that's what right I love then. about
4: you Sue, is that you laugh at each other and yeah. your laughs make me laugh laughter is infectious it Yeah. what would have yeah. happened though if when you were sober you thought he's an arsehole I can't work wait I <laughs> <You laughs> still had to have gone through what with I it so they wouldn't be I, I still, <laughs> unfortunately I
0: still had to do it
5: because I was <laughs> looking yeah.
2: It's time to level up. If you want to be part of the show, then join the Chew the Fat community WhatsApp group. Simply text 7561 829 and join in the fun. Share and discuss your stories, interact with other fans, and be part of the family. Just text 7561 829 Your time is here. Your time is now.
5: Um, you
3: you both said twice about when you write Mm. so talk us through like you're together I'm assuming at one of your houses talk me through the scene of how you would write what's your format or Um, is there not a format to it the difficulty is yeah there is no format is the telly on Mm. is the radio on are you no
0: generally we we uh, get together have a couple of drinks And talk shit. (laughs) Yeah, talk shit for a while until we stumble across an idea and then flesh out those ideas. And then they, you know, we get a pad out and just note stuff down for a bit. Yeah. And then. Yeah, come back to it, revisit it. If it's still funny, then build and build and build and That's build. That's what
3: we're so going good. wrong. He, oh, for, no. We've done it a few times where Hagger will come round to my house. Oh, no. We'll get on the beers. Go we'll, like, yeah, We're going to spitball. We're going to get stuff sorted for the pod. We're going to get organised. Yeah. Mm. Like, come, if we're having a drink, it'll probably oh, I be funny. You mean, I
4: thought you meant for you to, like, you go around his house and talk about <laughs> being a duo. No, no, no. I mean, try and get... We not, <laughs> yeah. We're
3: going to get We're going to get loads... we're going to get loads of brown on
1: i got gonna these come two guys. <laughs> you
2: know that new sound you were looking for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. The old phone now. It's so true.
3: And then Hagger goes too far. It goes
2: too far. <laughs> Everyone goes quiet. I'm just making a mug of myself. <laughs> you know? we,
3: we get pissed. We have a laugh. And then the next day we'll chat and we'll be like, we didn't speak about the podcast once. We yet. didn't get a well, damn thing done. We didn't get a damn you thing know what? done. I
1: think that is the, the beauty of what I love comedy so much. It's like you that the way we wrote for that first gig, I, I have never written like that since because that was like we've got to, I've got to come up with this from scratch and the, you, when you think writing, you think literally writing. So it's like, you know, I'd, we we kind of both went away, come up with some ideas and then we'd meet up and sort of flesh those out like John said, yeah, flesh those ideas out. Yeah. And, uh, give each other notes or whatever else. But like until you've gone up there and done it and just felt what it feels like on a stage it's like it's in, it, you know some people can sit, open a book and write but that's just not how I work anymore yeah, yeah. and, and I'm, it's pretty much not, it's not how John works either and like whenever <laughs> we like for example when we wrote Going Out with Ross and John which was like a, sk- a theatre sketch show that we wrote you know that is the, mo- the most fun I had was writing that show because we would just sit around John's and like have a beer and just sit there and like just come up with these stupid ideas and like most of it would be crap but we would just sit there and just laugh
2: yeah. all day you know. yeah. have you ever had a disagreement like over a bit where you've, you've discussed it one finds it funny everyone does it it does happen occasionally but I think the beauty of particularly what we do is if, ever any,
0: if either of us say I'm not sure about this thing and then we have a big discussion about it. It's mm. because both of us want the show to be the best it can be. And if yeah. it's like, oh, I haven't got confidence in that bit being the best it can be, then that's gone. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. gone, isn't it? And Absolute you've just got to be on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we play
1: yeah. to each other's strengths, you know. Absolutely. I think, like, if when we were writing Going Out with Ross and John, John is a brilliant sketch writer and, a, and was with a, an incredible sketch troupe that went to Edinburgh for a couple of years and done really well down there. So, like, that's not my wheelhouse. You know, I'm a gag guy. So, yeah, like, yeah. I, when we're writing this, I can find niche references that no one, mm. that no one else would get. And that's, that's a great punchline. But mm. John would be like, yeah, I don't think that works in the context of a sketch. It's yeah, too like, niche sometimes. And yeah. I you know, I trust him with that. It's like, all right, well, you know you know what you're doing, so let's just do that. So yeah, if yeah. we do improv and he's like, we're going to do these games, I'll be like, oh, we're not doing that one, are we? And he'd be like, no, it needs it for the rhythm and everything else. Yeah. Mm. And I just trust his judgement because... Yeah. Because that's what he's, you know, that he's better, way better at that than what I am, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And,
0: um, and I think sort of from improv as well, we both, like, <coughs> it's always about making the other person look amazing. Yeah. And particularly with what we do, you know. I, it, my job on stage is to be amazing for Ross and his job's to be amazing for me and for, like to support each other through that. Yeah. You, yeah, you can't go wrong. If I'm saying everything he does is brilliant, then as an audience you're like, oh, okay, it must be great. It must be mm. good. Wherever yeah, does, so. I
1: know that he wouldn't put me in a position that would not, Lift me up yeah. up there. So yeah, if he's yeah, come definitely. up with something, I'm not happy with it. I just trust that he knows what he's doing, and, yeah. all, and it's always all right. You know.
4: Have you had many flops? Like have you said a joke and everyone's like? Have you had like whole gigs like that, or is it just moments?
1: No, in the beginning, loads <laughs> of yeah. the gigs like that. You know, you, you the, the problem is with stand up. Like that, you know, it's cliche to say it, but you, you, there's no shortcuts. You've got to go out and tread the balls and, and get stage time and. The problem with that is Is that you can get Loads of stage time When you start out With open mic gigs But like literally 90% of them are crap And I mean Crap Mm. Like You know They're not set up Like we're at the Alex now Which is my new material night They're not anything like this You know There's no It's like a live pub With people in there drinking Just a mic in the corner Mm. And it's Off you go But it's It's important To do that stuff Like It's just saying your stuff Under pressure Then you get to a point where You've done enough Reasonably good gigs to know which jokes work and which don't. Yeah, yeah. And then it makes bombing uh, more palatable because, you know, you you sort of know why you've bombed as opposed to it's a learning process. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And
4: also, quite a few of them when we came last week to see Little Smash Comedy, they were like, "Okay, that one didn't go down well. We'll cross that one off." But then it's funny, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah,
1: I know, I know. You know, I had a tough gig. Like, I don't. I'm very fortunate now. I do it full time. You know, I only play good gigs now. You know, it's like I'll cost money, so I'm the gigs that I'm getting booked for—it's <laughs> 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 the same <laughs> shit. You know, ego much. <laughs> but like because they're nice gigs, because I set up well and you yeah. got good compares or whatever. On it's like you know, you, it's down to you to, to fuck it. But I know, you know, I know the material works. And yeah. you know, the, the, a bad gig for me now is just where I've got to work a little bit harder yeah. for it. You know, you
4: you got to drive further. And that's still, yeah, <laughs> well,
1: I just I just don't do that. say <laughs> like, no. And uh, <laughs>
4: like the good
0: ideas are under the shit ideas um, yeah. you know so generally you know, particularly when you're starting out you just got to do like, the best you can yeah. mm. and like you were saying because you, know, cause you, you sort of had such an eye on comedy before you even started you would do a joke and be like oh, that's, that's not good enough yet like, I could be so much better than this but you don't know how to do it yet so yeah. you've just got mm. to practice and you know you always say you can't practice stand up in your living room that's right. Yeah, you need an audience you to know, practice it, and it. When you're a band, I mean, you can go in your garage and you can play until it sounds
2: good. But as so a true.
0: comedian, you've just got to get out there and be like, does this work or doesn't it yeah, work? I'm, and that's yeah, what gigs like this are for. Yeah. I think
2: that I think that's where the divide is. Uh, and that was a perfect analogy because mm. I used to do the whole band thing oh, myself. Oh, did you
4: used to be in a band? Well, I don't like to talk about it too often, you
2: know. Left <laughs> have up, well, course, still just wearing a, a costume. <laughs> <laughs> just a small record deal. Um, yeah, look, was, but you're right, like, I remember playing in the garage and we sucked. We thought we were good, but we did suck. Yeah. And you do a few school concerts and, you know, the, the parents clap, did not they, as you, as you go yeah. And then you do a few gigs and you build your way up. But like I say, we were here last week for the show, oh, yeah. um, Smash Comedy, and Bill. There was a little smash comedy. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Didn't want to put a in there. <laughs> the big smash comedy. Um, honestly, there was a couple of guys there. There was one guy in particular, and I thought he was hilarious, but you could, he had the shakes. And I think you said he'd only done two or three gigs at that at, Yeah, that yeah, night.
1: literally. That, obviously, we won't name any names, but that yeah. guy, we, I was just talking to John about that guy. You know, he's um, he, he's got his own sort of string of, of personal problems and mm. issues, you know, and he's had yeah. to work really bloody hard. Yeah. Like, comedy is all about... It's mostly about confidence, you know. Yeah. The, the yep. day an audience needs to feel comfortable <clears throat> that you're comfortable. If they're going to laugh organically and naturally, they have to be 100% comfortable. Yeah. And it's really important that that when you go out there, the first thing you say, like, you, even if it's that's why you saw those acts that, that they would get a funny joke, then they'd do one that's shit, and they'd go, well, that's crap. Like, yeah, but you yeah. still didn't think this guy's shit. You're just like, well, that one didn't work, yeah. but I trust him. Yeah, I'm yeah. in yeah. safe fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that particular guy, like, he's, he's had to work a lot harder than most. Uh, because of you know what he's got going on, and it, but he comes down to this gig every Sunday to, just to watch, just oh, really? to absorb it all. And he did his Aww. first gig down here. When he done his first gig, it was like it was bad, you know. Mm. Yeah. And I don't know whether I would even be doing it if I bombed that <coughs> first gig, and I genuinely mean that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, maybe I would have given it another crack of the whip, but. I remember you saying to me on the train on the way up there, what happens if this goes well? I was like, if this goes well, mate, you won't see me for dust. Like, I've been wanting this my whole life. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, all you need is the material. If I know that works, I am gone. And that was exactly what it was like. Mm. Like, a Tonka, car, mate, pull me back, let me go. Mm. But if that, you know... His first one didn't go well, but he's gone away. He's got he's done some of the, open, the shitty open mics in London and whatever else, and <laughs> all the great ones as well. <laughs> well, I don't think he's got on the great ones. That's the problem, isn't it? Um, and, and, and yeah, there's there's a noticeable improvement, yeah. but I think like again, you five minutes is a, is a bloody long time. You don't think it is, but it really is. And if yeah. you're going to have a solid five minutes, then really you need like fifteen minutes of material yeah. for that five to be solid. Yeah. yeah, and that's something that I struggled to come to terms with in the beginning because, like, you know, I started with a ten, which is just unheard of. But you didn't know that back in, at, the, at the time. I think right. My first gig, it ran out of about eight minutes or something, and then I'm always trying to kind of fill the ten. But really, I had a good five. If that, you know, and people would say that to me. It's like, yeah, well, you know. You've got, you've got a good f- four or five in there, and I'd be like... "That's hurtful, isn't it? it? It's yeah, hurtful you know, to what? hear. less than half of it. Well, bloody hard on that. <laughs> but but it's, it's, it's so true, you know, oh, yeah. because a comedy is like, it's, it's an art form like everything else, but the mm. difference between comedy is and, and other art forms is that it feels... It, good comics will make it look and feel unrehearsed, so therefore it doesn't really get the respect it deserves. Mm. You know, those jokes are so dialled in because I'm, can't, like, I'm thinking about it all the time. Like yeah. When I MC this gig, this gig only exists because no one would book me. You know. Yeah. I was gonna oh, say
4: so so you have to have like because you will see MC in between mm. all the acts. You've got more than any of the others, really, haven't you? You've well, got like ten minutes in between, is
1: it? Something like that. Yeah. yeah like yeah. whatever it needs, really. But that, that's uh, from having a background of, M- of running gigs. I knew mm. Aaron Paul and the role of an MC yeah. was. I knew if I could get that that nailed in, then I would. I'd find it easier to get books and make money out of comedy mm. effectively and uh, I said, it was Math Brown's advice when I first started he was like look you know, you've got a head up a leg up from uh, any other act because you know how to run a gig you've been running a gig mm. for 10 years so just set up an open mic like in a pub near you and then force yourself to MC it, yeah. especially when you don't want to do it. Just keep yeah. forcing yourself to do that. Yeah, put the legwork in, yeah. Because yeah. when we
4: had James Beattie, he said that people kept coming up to him going, you're so funny, you should be a comedian. And <laughs> yeah. and <he's> like, mm. <laughs> well, weirdly yeah.
2: enough, we, we did see James Beattie in Braintree. Uh, for, actually, that's where I met you. Yeah, that's yeah. where I met you, dude. Um, and we saw him, that was the first time I've seen him perform that was and tiny was,
4: wasn't it that little uh, oh my god that, it was, was, was like, like f- the smallest bar was, in the world it was James, It was
2: Ross McGrain so Ross McGrain it was a James
0: Beattie gig right? <laughs> it was an ACO club gig. So <laughs> what was, does that mean then to so you James, we love James Beatty mm. he is the king of Braintree yeah. Yeah. very close it, friend yeah yeah <laughs> but
4: <laughs> so like you can his, say it,
0: you can well, say with him, didn't you? His gigs are chaos. We lived with him in Edinburgh for a month. Oh, and when, oh, I say, okay. when I say we lived with him in Edinburgh, so we were going home, So, Edinburgh Fringe Festival was amazing. If you haven't been, you should absolutely go. But on the day we were coming home, we were driving his van back. He lent us his van to drive there. He flew because he's bougie. <laughs> <laughs> so, we packed his van full of kicks. Obviously, the Edinburgh Fringe, you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know what venues you're going to be in. You don't know how it's all going to look. So, we took all of our own kit because we like to be prepared and have everything you could possibly need. We get there. We have an amazing. Month living in student accommodation, absolutely wild. And on the night uh, before we're coming home, we, we wake up at what was it like four in the morning?
1: Yeah, to start loading the just van. To start yeah. loading
0: the van and get ready to come home again. So we're loading the van. And just before we leave, James Beatty walks through the door, having been out, partying, Coming
1: on. Partying <laughs> yeah. from the whole
0: night. <laughs> burst, but on
1: Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> not
2: on school night. <laughs> Bursts
0: in through the door and says, You're not going to believe what's happened tonight. And then yeah. tells us a story that I would love to be able to tell. Yeah, on a podcast
2: happening. but I cannot oh, honestly no. it's so, it's, Tell so us after. it's
0: so hideously offensive to everybody involved um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was amazing and James Beattie is a legend um, but yeah all of his gigs well he he, he books some incredible gigs but the ones like the new ones he's not quite sure about yet he books us for because obviously we're mates and you know we have yeah. a good time whether the gig's good or not yeah
1: Pete's yeah. brain tree gig you know that is one of the best gigs oh, in the country yeah, fantastic, like, yeah. but like without a yeah. doubt yeah. 100% yeah like the the audience the energy and the hit, and that's all down to him and him know. as a host as well yeah, yeah we yeah. went
4: to that didn't we him
2: well we, you, we we did go and we saw one and a half
4: acts
2: yeah then he got ill and then we had to leave <laughs> and then we oh, no. had to leave because oh,
4: no. I had an IBS attack oh god but oh, oh, well,
2: we're not oh. going to go into that, <laughs> go into that. <laughs> tell, tell us more James Pete, I know you will be listening at some point I am sorry
1: still <laughs> I'm sorry but no he yeah I mean he he, know, he knows how to run a gig but like John said he is also a businessman you know so yeah. it's like if a venue's like oh you know I want to do comedy I've got a bit of a budget it will just go alright yeah let's do it and work it out later you know and mm. it, even if the pub might not be just quite right for it you know so, yeah. well, so we've got some great stories of Every, doing yeah. chaotic gigs for James Bees and they're always
0: the most fun <laughs> always the most fun <laughs> and you
4: guys yeah. must get like people coming to see you as well so obviously he's getting more of an audience when you, ha- when you, ha- when yeah. you guys are in there we it. get a few people yeah, in there we're pretty but we're lucky nowadays we do yeah. get few, you've got yeah. quite a following of, like, yeah. Yeah. Regular people. Yeah, we, we do all right. Yeah. Which I'm is not so cleaning myself in that. Oh. <laughs>
2: yeah. well we've, we've become new fans. We've become Professional new fans. groupie, uh, Cara. That's really cool. Which, by the way, can we just, uh, just sidetrack for one second? Can we just give Cara a round of applause for holding her shit together? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, mate. <laughs> I'm like crying inside.
1: <laughs>
2: Cara, oh. I hate to take the breakers of you, mate, but we are scum. You have seen their true colours. Don't put all your eggs in this basket, <laughs> 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 She mentioned you guys to me about a year ago. And she it goes was like, about two years I was ago. Oh, it's two I years think. ago now. Yeah. Really? Oh, I was really? like, these
4: guys are so funny, you'll love them, listen to radio ethics. Oh, oh, she goes, you, like you
2: can talk shit just like they can. Makes for a compliment. Funny. Brilliant. Was he wearing a beanie before or after that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's are cool man. That's 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 cool. Cool. They are. That's yeah. so cool. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, James Beattie's a legend, and, and I actually met him through through my, my fourth ever gig was a James Beattie gig and that was like he won't mind me saying this either It was like when You know I remember Because I knew people in the industry My first three gigs were, were, were at proper comedy clubs You know Outside the box When With the first gig with John Second gig There was a guy in the audience That had to run a proper gig up the road And he was like He couldn't believe it, it was my first gig He was like Oh come and do this And you invited us both actually You ended up doing it a, Like a week later Because yeah, yeah. you were busy Third gig was at the Joker Club in Southend, which is like one of the most established clubs in the country. And then my fourth gig was for James Beatty at the Bowl in Braintree. Oh, I know ooh, that venue. The yeah. ball. No, you st-
0: there was you still know that g- venue, or you know that pub?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I would argue. <laughs> There's not many good pubs in Braintree, though, are there? Really? Not <laughs> probably the best rough, one. <laughs> but there was
1: still the remnants of the police tape from the night before when oh, someone got that, stabbed yeah. in the kebab <laughs> shop next door. Oh, oh, man. Man. But I remember oh. walking into that like because I remember other acts saying to me like those first three gigs I was like oh yeah you know you've got something for f- your first couple of gigs is really good but you need to go out and do a couple like, of of shit gigs and I was like what do they mean by that and then I walked into the bowl and was like okay so this, this is what they mean and, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you, then you find out that that is m- most of what you're going to be doing four nights a week for the next two and a half three years <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah I met he- I didn't meet him at that gig actually I met him at- he booked me for another one I met him at, at that and then and we just hit off straight away he was like doing what I'm doing North Essex, you know, and we just we had a lot of loads in common, and he's just such a a bowl of positive energy. That
4: yeah, guy, he you is. Know?
1: yeah. Do you, know, do you know how we met him? How'd you meet? him? I know <laughs> through my work.
4: Yeah, uh, would you do doing? outreach work. As well? <laughs> 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 the, uh, the listeners have heard this a million
3: times, but basically, he stores thousands of fancy dress outfits. Yes, he does. So yeah, when you yeah, referred yeah. to him as a businessman a minute ago, <laughs> uh, he's got a little side business, and basically, he's done. Fuck all with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's paying lots of money. He's now flown off to Thailand, as I'm sure yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And like I mean he doesn't got
4: sorted. He's
1: no still he's there. still there he's still, he's still there. paying
3: for it he's yeah. still paying me hundreds of pounds to store
1: this stuff. are you storing his fancy dress code? yeah <laughs> he doesn't know he doesn't know what most no, of it listened. is no, he's going through a difficult time at the moment I think you should waive the money yeah. Yeah. this is our, this come here's come our brother on. you're talking about obviously I don't know him as we well got as your you beat, do but you don't worry about So no, it costs
4: like, nothing like, to live in Thailand right it's like yeah. 50p a day well, that's Fine. what I
3: was about to say like, he's the kind of character because I love Beatty I mean I don't like I said I don't know him as well as you do but I get the impression he's got on that plane to Thailand and hasn't organised anything. Like, where he's staying, Absolutely not. what he's doing. Like, no. yeah. You're spoke- lucky if he's got a case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'll, He'll land on his feet somehow. He's one of those guys, is well. yeah, yeah, I yeah.
2: got a voice note from him last week, I think <laughs> it was. I love it. I'm 99% sure he was battered out of his face <laughs> on a three-day bender. I mean, he's yeah. even <laughs> talking to some Asian person while still recording the voice <laughs> yeah, note. Yeah. I think oh, I was, sorry. like, left out of the loop for 30 what seconds on my own it? voice note. <laughs> we <do you> call <laughs> it the James Beatty podcast.
0: Yeah.
6: Here we go. How are you, my man? So good to hear from you hope you're well, um, I'm out here mate, I made it, what, it was oh, yeah. Sunday today, 10 past 3 over here, 7 hours ahead Some singing going on next to me. I'm at... how good does that sound? Oh, a couple of lads singing in the street with a microphone and a loud enough speaker Oh, fake Balenciaga t-shirts. I'm at Chatterjack Market, mate. Biggest market, one of the biggest markets in Asia. Weekend only, so good, mate. So much to see, so much to do. Everything from football shirts to dried mango to art. The art section's always really cool. They have a portrait drawn for 20 quid and the artists are amazing. Bubble bath bombs, there you go. One second, it's bubble bath bombs. Next person selling furniture. Winner of the German Iconic Design Awards 2010. Someone's making pillows. Just got everything, mate. It's mental. My voice, man. The air conditioning and the pollution and the drinking and the going out. Bless you. Uh, COVID. Um, Jesus. Some people cover their hands when they sneeze in the UK, but not over here. A couple of bloggers, a couple of bloggers. Ah, yeah. Brought me podcast equipment, so I should be podcasting, really. Um, but should be starting a podcast shouldn't I should be getting you on there mate I'd love to chat to you I to when back. he sends you a
0: voice note it's the James oh, Beatty podcast same I love him, him. Yeah. I love him and I don't listen to any voice notes from anyone else I haven't got time for you going oh. hey mate it's me I just oh. want to talk to you about. Oh, sorry oh I'm just crossing the road oh excuse me oh
1: sorry oh, John John, John. You we know I fucking mean? love
0: John
3: I hate I hate it. It. we were
1: it. doing <laughs> so well John I he just it. Done that. We I'm are. with him as well mate honestly you fucking just put it in a text Put <laughs> <throw> it. points <laughs> oh, yes no no <laughs> I wouldn't mind if it was succinct, you know what I mean. But it would be like he's got a voice note with a point, right? That that point takes him eight minutes to get to, right? <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> all the rest in between is like, I don't need to know the shit. You exactly know? Uh, as, oh. same as him. Oh. I was him. Le- he
5: left me one the other, the other day, day,
3: right? And he was I won't say what you're at work, but basically encountered a dog. Right, for about two minutes <laughs> of the noise note, I'm having to wait for him to finish sorting out the dog before he comes oh, back to the voice note. He goes on talking to me. Yeah, there's a dog attacking him. <laughs> oh, but he just carries on. Story. So I'm like so I'm so they're listening to him going, That's right, get down, now go on, down
2: <laughs> I just didn't want to die. And I thought if I'm gonna die and these are my last moments. Be there with me. Be <laughs> there with <laughs> me. There's
3: waffle and then there's literally leaving the voice note altogether but still.
2: Recording it basically If I had died yeah. I just want you to know At least you'd have heard My last words Yeah I <laughs> think
4: my Help. storage is Probably needs to be clear The amount of shit Yeah you it, probably send it
1: probably does yeah. It probably does It probably does I, d- I've to, I, d- I, d- I told Bea in the end I was just like mate Look I do love listening To your voice notes But if you want If you're expecting A response from me You've got to Text me <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not going to Go through eight minutes Of that and then go Back through it To remember the bits That I'm supposed to be, <laughs> be Responding you're remembering, to Do you know yeah. what I mean Yeah like, me like, like, I've got to make Fucking notes Notes Yeah Pen out Pen he right. <laughs> <laughs> always
3: Hag always um, His argument is That it's easier Quicker And it and it is For the person Sending it yeah, But the person the Receiving person <laughs> it <laughs> No It could I'm, be 24 I'm, hours I'm
2: a busy I'm man ready. I'm a busy man And oh, it is yeah. convenient
1: I'll do them When I genuinely Need to do Like when I can't type Like if I'm driving And I need to send A quick message Like yeah. I'll be there In a minute or whatever I'll quickly bang A voice note in But it will be Like a minute and a half Tops yeah. You know yeah. yeah i get a
0: few of those occasionally i know i know when you're driving because the amount of abuse that the rest of the road gets
1: <laughs> <laughs> not a very
0: high so ag- driver, quite an aggressive driver
2: there's one thing i wanted to jump into real quick before again because i really want to get into the bollocks of everything and might <laughs> start ripping up a little bit um but we've got to do this part first so you guys are on radio mm-hmm. and it was thrown my way you should go for radio mm. And then that's when Cara put me onto YouTube he guys. He talks a load of shit, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. It is just like talking. I'm not saying that's
4: what you do. But <laughs> no, they that's do. Very good description
2: <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, I heard them have a 15 minute argument just the other day how to cut a sandwich.
0: Yeah, that is true.
2: And I was getting angry with other people's opinions. Mm, and yeah, we yeah, we can yeah. jump on. It. We've got a Whole food segment coming up. <laughs> Because, <laughs> you know, I what think you... Sa- from, from the guy's show. Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 Uh, okay. So, OK, so just to break it down. So if I've yeah. got a piece of bread, right, and I butter that bread. Oh, well, I can't. Yeah. And then I put
4: some You need to listen to I put some ham
0: in that bread. Yeah. And then I get another slice of bread. I butter that bread. I put that on top of that. What have I got? Sandwich. Sandwich, right. And if I cut it corner to corner, what have I now got? A sandwich cut in half. No, Thank mate. You. No, I've got two, two sandwiches, sandwiches. I? Two sandwiches. No. no. I'm gonna a sandwich. Uh, a, sandwich a sandwich is right. a description of something in between two other things. I agree with you. And like, <laughs> I was shouting this out. You I agree da- with
2: him? Yeah, no, hear me out. Hear me out.
0: Oh. I, I had the headphones on. I'm <laughs> oh, listening. On. You haven't got to justify yourself. You're right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going down the whole corner to corner instead of side to side. Oh, don't even talk <laughs> no, to me about it. It's true. You are sandwich between two objects. Right. right. So that is a sandwich. Yeah. right? Now, by the way, a loaf of bread. We all, we all think it's a standard size. No. It can be small bread. You can buy half size bread. Yeah, but that's It's still a slice. It's still a slice. Exactly. So right, okay,
1: you buy a meal deal from the shop, right? Is that you bought one prawn mayo sandwich. Yep. Or a nice one.
2: And (laughs) you're what have you got there you've got a box of two sandwiches they have poorly advertised as a sandwich I mean really right off. you're mugged yeah. off yeah. by yeah.
6: the it's... supermarkets
0: mate yeah absolutely billion got... dollar industry and you want me to put my shopping in at the end to give away to people that you're mugging off and I'm not having it mate <laughs> what true. are those baskets about yeah <laughs> do you know what
1: I do I just take something off the shelf and put it straight in a homeless basket <laughs> have that legend
0: <laughs> you're like a modern
1: day Robin Hood I am mate yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am Sony Bravia TV <laughs> so
5: <there laughs> I don't know <laughs> when
2: I'm going to watch that window? when you apply when you apply for radio did you how, did you go in with an interview was there an interview pro process no 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 interview like, you I just turned up
1: ours is again it's as, a bit of a weird story it's yeah. a different story to, to the way a lot of people do it like, the general way you do it like if I was if you were asking me now like what do I do I'd say you need to get a demo together yeah. and you need to p- put that out to the, you know all the big radio stations right. or all the radio stations. But really, it, in the same way as like comedy, you start with the open mics and then move up into like headlining the open mics or hosting the open mics and then you go from that into like paid middle spots and then right. from paid middle spots to opening and then from opening to closing and so on. Uh, radio is like, back in the day, it was hospital radio. That was the entry level. You go and do mm-hmm. hospital radio. Yeah, so yeah. You build up the experience and, and the audio footage of you doing it. Now obviously We've got the internet We've got online radio And that was how I started I bypassed hospital radio And just did online and, You know for, for Years really You know Selfish But
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Poor <laughs> ill people he didn't, <laughs> he, didn't oh, have
3: he, he, he didn't have the patience For <laughs> <laughs>
4: Everybody's Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> uh,
6: Yeah,
1: Up next Living in a box <laughs> <laughs>
5: It's layered,
1: it's layered, like it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd done that. I'd never really demoed. I did, I did like, because I, I weren't interested, I, weren't, like, I was interested in radio, but I wanted, I wanted to be a comedian. Yeah. So the first, like, online radio show I got was because I wanted to do, like, a comedy radio show. I just wanted to do, like, a, basic the show we've got now, mm. but, like, you know, worse, obviously, because I'm brand new. <laughs> um, and I did that with a mate called Darren Lee, but, uh, and, and we did that for, like, a couple of years, and, and it 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 was popular, as popular as it could be on that online thing. So I knew, like, I had something. And then that company that I was working for moved into Yellow Media, which was, like, a company that made radio adverts and stuff. And and, and part of the online station I was at was education for kids that are, like, on the brink of expulsion, re-engagement programmes, they're called. So they'd come through pupil referral units, and then we would teach them English maths and science and, you know, stop stabbing people. But with this carrot that we dangled was the, the radio studios, you know. Yeah, yeah. And that was how I met Chris Brooks, who is the program controller at Radio Essex and also the drive time presenter, right? Right. So we become a legend legend in radio. A legend. Oh yeah. He used to work for Capital. Yeah, yeah. He was the longest, still to this day, the longest ever, uh, like male presenter on Capital. We had no one had done it for as long as he had covered every show on the stage and covered Chris Tarrant back in the day. You know. Oh wow. So he really, you know, he does know he knew radio and he's a great guy as well. Mm. Like lovely bloke. We got on really well. And I bounced around a couple of online stations there, and then and then didn't do it when that had finished. And I, le- I left that job. I didn't do any radio at all until Funky Essex got their FM license. And you know, Funky Essex were a pirate station, and they were like one of the first to be to get, to get granted like a legal license. And one of the DJs on, on that used to do a show for an online station that I was running at Chris's place, right? So he got in touch with me. I helped him with the Ofcom application and things like that. And, and then, yeah, and then I got into Funky Essex and we did that breakfast show there. And then Chris got the job as program controller at Radio Essex. Well, he was doing drive on Radio Essex back then. And I messaged him and remember saying, like, you know, is it worth me demoing Radio Essex? And he was like, look, honestly, at the moment, there's no point, right? But he said, I can't give too much away, but I think there will be a conversation to be had at some point. Yeah. So fast forward about another six to eight months or whatever and I got a phone call off Chris one day and he was like do you and John want to come in for a chat and, and then he poached us over there and, and so we got, you know, we, we didn't have it, it, that might sound like a shortcut but you know if you think about it, we, I got my first show with John on Radio Essex uh, in 2017, I did my first show on online radio, I think it was actually 2007. So, you know, it's, a, it's like 11 years, really. You know. But I, not, I, like, so I wasn't pursuing it, like actively pursuing mm. it. I was yeah. doing it because I enjoyed it, and that was it. I wasn't out there demoing and stuff, but that is the, the usual route is that you would have to demo and put yourself out there, you know. See, that
2: seems horrible, because in my head... And Kara said, You could do that. I thought, after two years of this information, like, yeah, I'll give that a go. Mm-hmm. I'll just, just walk, walk in, in there and get it. Playing on the podcast, so is that good enough? We're good, yeah? And, and then I'll start working Monday. That's how I did not <laughs> mind my head, anyway. Totally.
1: Yeah, unfortunately the problem with radio is is that, you know, all this funny conversation is, is great, but that's not what commercial stations want, you know, yeah. because right. commercial stations get fined if you don't hit the news on time. They get fined. Oh, really? You two
4: yeah. never get the news on time, yeah, do you? Well. Here's the thing.
0: So we do, we technically do radio wrong. So we do it, you know, any any commercial station will listen to uh, the the style of our show and, you know, it, it sounds sloppy, but in actual fact, we're doing everything you need to do. Yeah. But at, like at the By the skin of our teeth. By the (laughs) the bare mins, right?
1: Look, we lean into the... the sloppy aspect of it it's It's great character character of the show so yeah we
0: could hide all our mistakes but we sort of earned the name fairly early on of like the slick boys with the irony being we're not slick we are the opposite of slick and that makes you relatable and that's what
4: people love you I think that's what people love is the fact that we're
0: comedians doing radio as opposed to a lot of people radio hosts who try and be comedians the
1: fact is I know to the second how long we've got at all times Mm. so if we're like a little bit over I knew we were going to be a little bit over half an hour ago you know what I mean so it's like and and, and I've, done, I've taken steps to manage that. So, mm. you know, and it's, that, that's a lot of what radio is, people buy into characters.
2: Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um,
1: and, you know, we, we, it's only an over-accentuated version. Of it. We are very much ourselves in there. That's why we do mm. so well, is because mm. it's like when we're chatting and we're arguing and we're having a laugh about stuff, it's, that's, that's real stuff. You know, when we're laughing at each other, it's because we genuinely make each other laugh. Yeah. But, you know, when we first came to Radio Essex, if it, if it weren't for the fact that the audience was so engaged with what we were doing, mm-hmm. like we wouldn't even be there now, you know, because there yeah. was producers and people that aren't there now yeah. that were fighting against us because they we weren't, you know, a link should be like a minute and a half. Yeah, yeah. And we're doing like six, seven minutes. Oh, but I love that though. It's the, first, <laughs> it's the first radio
4: show that I've listened to that I thought, I don't want to hear the music. <coughs> well, and normally I'm like, oh, kind. shut up, I want to hear the music. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I remember yeah. Chris saying um, there was a producer, I'm not going to say who it was, but there was a producer there who was like the second in charge basically, and he, he was. He just didn't like us at all, you know. Oh, really? Like, yeah, you know, he was not, like, look, he's, he's a nice guy, and I get it. You know, we'd come in like balls in china shops and just with like, you <laughs> know, just, you know, knobbing around and, you know, playing songs we shouldn't play. And That's the best way, though. <laughs> That's the best well, way. Well, it is, but it not, is. not to him. He's like, oh, you know, know, these are the guidelines, and he's one of these people that are like, you know, this is the textbook, this is how it's yeah. supposed to be. And he, and he was right, yeah, like, yeah. but the, different, the, the problem that he had... Is that by the time we had got like Saturday afternoons Which I think was the, the first like live show we got We were getting more text than breakfast Yeah, yeah. So like even though he was like moaning about it and complaining Like Chris was like well look You know you've got to give the people what they want It's mm. like mm. at the moment the audience love what they're doing And like don't get me wrong Like when we first got offered weekend breakfast Which was like the first primetime show that we got offered He didn't offer it to both of us He gave it to me
4: Oh really? Yeah I didn't mean to sound so like no, shocked No you should be shocked <laughs> by
1: that <laughs> You should be. Well, we own. were both livid, mate. You know, we'd both worked together mm. yeah. at building this thing, right? And, and, you know, now it was absolutely the right thing to do. Like, right? And I can see Chris's thought behind it. He was like, look, you know, if you're going to take on a prime show, you, you have to be bulletproof. You know, yeah. you've got to be hitting things on time. You've got to be doing things the right way. You've mm. got to be managing like that spaceship the right way Mm. and I hadn't really proved to him that I could do that yet and he couldn't risk it being as sloppy as it was although we
0: knew you could do it yeah we knew obviously no when you're listening to the show it's like like we say it sounds like chaos but like I've said before, Ross yeah. is actually very good at all that stuff. Organized chaos. Yeah. So you know. yeah. So it might look like you know. Is
4: that why you've got Lauren now to keep you in check as no, well? See, that's well, again. You
1: that's, see. The, that's the picture that we paint, right? But oh. they put people. They put producers with us to train them and get them to where they need to be. Oh. Right? So okay. producer Tom, his first stint was with us, and we showed him the ropes, and then he moved on to drive, and now he's at Kiss, mm. right? And Lauren came in. She wanted to be a presenter, not a producer, but if she wanted to get on live, we were like, Well, we'll take her. You know, we want mm. more female, more diversity on the yeah. station. Um, and Lauren actually is just brilliant, you know, and just clicked with us and got our sense of humour straight away and leant into the character that she needed to be. Yeah. And, and, and you know, our show's way better for it. Yeah. But when we took on... Yeah, when we took on Weekend Breakfast, it was like the, the compromise... I can imagine the conversations Chris was having. He was like, I want to give these boys this opportunity. And the compromise he had to do was, well, look, John can do, like, the wrap-up, but Ross will be doing Weekend Breakfast. And I did it for... I was about four or five months, I Yeah, think. about that, yeah. And... You know, and the ra- first radio went up a tiny bit, and then the second radio, it just platted. Radios are the listening figures, right? That every station lives to. Yeah. And the second one plateaued, and all the presenters were having meetings about, oh, you know, how can we make the shows better and everything. And I just said to Chris, I was like, we need to get fucking John back here. I was like, you know, it's not the, mm. you know, our banter and everything, mate. It's yeah. like, you know, I know mm-hmm. we're not going to miss news. We're not going to swear. We're not going to do, you know, we're going to, we know what we're doing. We'll behave, I promise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> please, please, can we have a sleepover? Please. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That. But that's the thing is,
1: and, I, I, you know,
0: c- because of what we do, you know, a lot of people assume that I'm not doing much. Do you yeah, know what I yeah. mean? Just <laughs> Ross's name's first and, no, and whatever. Doing but, mate. but yeah, it's not until you, you, you sort of look behind the scenes and you realise
1: that, in actual fact, yeah, we're, we're both working. Yeah. yeah, quite hard. We've we yeah. really grafted, yeah. like, you know, I don't even mind saying that, you know, it, like it's d- dominated our whole lives. Like, whether yeah. it's comedy or radio, like, we're always thinking about it. And although we're knobbing around and being stupid, there is a point to everything that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's a f- there's we've got our own systems and processes that work for us, and it's it is organized chaos. It's like, you know, we, we know that people love the fact that we are a couple of idiots that have just chanced in it not on the radio, but the reality is. We've both been working at this for well over a decade, of 15, 20 years. You know, we know what we're doing, mate. And, you know, we got John in and I was like, look, give me two Rajar books with John and if it's still the same, then fine. We'll go back to whatever it was. And, we and went here you are pressure's on. <laughs> pressure's on at that moment <laughs> and do you know what <laughs> You
2: saying that Justifies how I Like with the podcast Isn't that Same thing You know You have to edit Two shows a week You have to edit up This that, and the other And now What you just said there Justifies the insanity That I have to go through yeah, yeah. So I now I'm glad You guys have You've said that You've
1: got to keep turning up mate Like yeah, yeah. Right, Consistency mm-hmm. Is absolutely 100% the key To all of it This yeah. gig here Has been here For 11 years this year And it was shit For five Six of them Right And it was You know It used to be monthly When I started And I remember After like Two years of it I was driving down here To have a meeting with them To pull it all together Because I just couldn't Be doing with it anymore It's like every month I'm turning up There's no one here Or the people that are here Are dickheads And you know The managers then Weren't really working with me So Mm. I I had to kind of like Set up around round. It's a fight Yeah Yeah Um, and as I pulled up, I was like, "Oh, what if it was weekly? You know, maybe, maybe if it's because it's the first Sunday of each month, people don't people know don't it's remember, there. yeah." Yep. And I come in and say "Right, we'll do it every Sunday." So rather than like <laughs> <laughs> just giving yourself more <laughs> work, yeah, and four hundred percent more.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it must help, though. Obviously, you're on the radio saying, "Come down tonight to do you well, know what well, I mean? it was oh, good." Because I wouldn't would have air. known about That's this if I wasn't listening to you it's guys. Grown it's it, only it recent. Yeah, yeah. It started going in that direction.
0: Going back to what
3: you're saying, where you're under pressure to hit your mark on certain bits through the radio going from that to here when you're gigging is it like the shackles are off because you haven't got to worry about restrictions or there's not saying this there's bombs everywhere or, yeah your, lang- your language <laughs> yeah. it's like does it feel like the shackles are off when you get behind the mic on a comedy show so this is
1: where I feel most at home mate you know is when it? I'm up there that's that's my this, this comedy is I love doing the radio I love it but like comedy is there's nothing else like it it's the best thing in the world the instant feedback is mm, yeah yeah. you're making rapid. people laugh and because I've been doing it for long enough now particularly at this gig this is like doing it in my lounge I'm so comfortable yeah. Right there. Yeah, yeah that you know I can just say something in the morning and John, will go, that's a, that's a bit you should write that down, right? And I'll write a little bullet point, and then I can just come up here and just talk about that thing and work it out, and we're all mm. like kind of in it together, mm. and so, you know, that that there's a lot of crossovers, but that completely different beast. i was
3: going to say because if you're sat in the studio doing the radio have you ever have you ever like gone to say something and your brain's very quickly telling you that's not for now that's for sunday night and the, we're
1: the, every other link the beauty of
0: it is, <laughs> <laughs> is that tightrope as well of like knowing like what you, exactly as much as you can say and certain things that is like yeah maybe that's not for now maybe that's for another time or, or doing a joke and being like oh there's something in that and I think again that's what we do quite well together is you know Ross will say something funny off the cuff you know this happened to me on the way driving around to yours and it's like that's a joke but you don't know what it is yet and maybe yeah. it's a radio yeah. joke or maybe it's a you know it, it will evolve Decide into a 20 minute stand up set before. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what yeah. yeah. Just, exactly yeah. and how's the best way to tell it and yeah again like having those having the different outlets that we've got I think is really valuable for that mm. you know? yeah definitely yeah
1: yeah and I think you know it's um, like the like with radio as well it, it, like innuendo cells it, it's like yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it's there's quite
4: a lot of that isn't there even is in it. the mornings as well yeah. on radio well, that's I think you, great that's yeah. what you want yeah. you know you, yeah. want, you want
1: people to feel like and then
4: <laughs> John goes okay shut up shut up <laughs> shut up, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another thing it's like raining you ears. Like rain we've yeah. very much yeah. got
0: you know our our it, 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 extended characters so Mm. Ross will do and say more or less whatever he wants (laughs) and I will apologise for everything he says that he can't say and that's and that's that's why we get away with it you know when we get booked Mm. for gigs and various bits and pieces you know we'll specify yes we'll come and do this gig but it's got to be you know there's got to be two mics there's got to be this there's got to be that you know and all that sort of stuff and if we turn up and there isn't that stuff Ross will say we said this it isn't there you know, I'm not happy and I'll be like, great, he'll wander off and then I will have that conversation with those people like, let's sort these yeah. things out. We did say they needed to be a particular one. that is important and, and in, in business and, and what we do. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, yeah. having,
1: like, you know, you need someone like me who is going to tell it oh, exactly yeah. how it is and then yeah. have those difficult conversations with people and also, you know, ironing out contracts and deals and the fees and things like that. Yeah, because that's not my bag at all. Um, and John you know, is the the softener where, like, when I turn up to an event and it's like, you know, like, for example, a big outdoor... Event and and they've booked us and they've got like you know another radio station running the stage and then they've got like one mic when there's two of us and and mm. they just think that's okay and it's mm. like well nah. actually no it's not because we when it's shit and it will be shit because it's going to be eggy we're passing a mic around and stuff, yeah yeah people aren't going to think oh well, don't well those sound techs didn't know what they're doing they're going to mm. think Ross and John were crap I'm going to think Ross and John were crap
5: yeah yeah
1: and, it, and and that is important yeah. so, you know it's important for us so Ooh, whereas yeah. that that would give me the up and then. I'll
0: Coming this Friday on Chew the Fat.
1: I, I, I love a bit of take that
0: mate. Who's your, who's your boy, Robbie or uh, oh. Gary Barnes? Oh, yeah.
1: oh, oh, yeah. oh! hold on a minute. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what's happening here? It's Robbie, so innit? I
4: hate Robbie. No, Gary. Gary. Gary Barlow. He's She's shot. a purist. I didn't mean to shout, he's a purist. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> boring. He's not
0: boring, he's the backbone of Take That. Is that
3: no, not I don't happen? know, I
4: can't find it anymore. I think he's just been taken mark. Gary the Barlow's
3: a red wine in a tapas bar. Yeah. Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Whereas Robbie Williams, well. A, yeah, I, the old Robbie it it would be him. carnage. Really. Yeah. Back early being sick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I love him. Absolute boring. <laughs> <laughs> Probably done a fat
2: line of Chang before he came. Out. <laughs> I can't act. I'm vegan but I could there was a time I would I'm
4: vegan as well Rick I'm as vegan
2: well. as well absolutely and then I, 20 seconds because
4: I am a similar story actually <laughs> 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 and he wouldn't eat if I didn't cook for him
2: oh I see what's that <laughs> I'm oh,
1: oh, fucking starving <laughs> uh, um, I hit someone with my car but I didn't mean to I've had a accident yes um, Is not the southern uh, part of the world, Northern it's the... Northern hemisphere. Yes. Uh, you got easy
4: ones. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Something I'm going to do to her in her sleep.
4: <laughs> Ejaculate.
6: <laughs> wow. Yes. Well done. Here we go. Lee Hagger has our live and breathe. What a man, what a legend. So good to hear from you, mate. I'm glad you had a good time on the podcast with Ross and John, the two biggest legends. We're really looking forward to spending Edinburgh together this year, and we hope you'll come up and join us for a couple of nights, a few beers, a few shandies. Good times always. Um, Yeah, I used to stay out till four or five AM and the boys were getting up to go and uh, drive back to Essex. And I was late coming in. And I just love spending time with them boys and had a night out and was just on great form cracking jokes making people laugh and i just wish they'd been there for that last night out but they obviously had an early night for for you know the right reasons and i just come in and it was like boys you got to hear these stories you know this happened that happened um but yeah it was it, it was it was brilliant it was good to share it with them you know you always want your boys with you when you're in these great great times and great places but um yeah mate looking forward to seeing you up when i get back and um yeah maybe i can share the story another time but It's, um, yeah, it's, uh, let's say it's a long story. But, um, yeah, really good to hear from you, mate. I hope you're good. Look forward to hearing the old poddy with the boys. Good people coming together. That's what we like. Positive energy. And, um, yeah, I'm all for it, mate. I'm absolutely buzzing that you boys got together. And, um, yeah, really good to hear from you, mate. And I'm glad that I got a mention on the old podcast. Um ross and john's podcast was on the week before with me friend af and i got a nice mention on that as well so it's really lovely really nice that i'm um i'm out of sight but i'm not out of mind so um really good to hear from you mate big love look forward to hearing the podcast when you put it up message me when it's when it's done and i'll give it a listen and um yeah peace and love brother look forward to seeing you soon you're listening to chew the fat